and welcome back to Delaware Boys Dynasty Football Podcast. Uh, screen's not right, but host Ryan in the bottom left corner on mine. Ryan, say what's up to the people. What's going on, people? Welcome back. Recording from uh, vacation, so if I cut in and out, I apologize. Connection here is very spotty. But uh, before we get anything, uh, go ahead, go down below, click subscribe, like, comment. Uh, well, comment after the fact, but let us know what you agree with, what you disagree with, uh, how we're doing, all yep. that sort of thing. Uh, but today we're covering, we're just debating quarterbacks. Uh, we we'll just jump right into it. Steve, you got the first matchup? Yeah, I uh, do want to say what's up to AJ and Frankie, you know, co-hosts on the uh, podcast as well. Say what's up to the people. We appreciate you guys coming back. What's going on, guys? Uh, what's up, everybody? Like Ryan said, a little something we're trying. Um, it's going to be this or that. Uh, players going to debate here. We're going to do a couple QB matchups. I'm going to start it off. Um, let's jump to the big guns. Pat Mahomes or Justin Herbert. You can look at a dynasty or a redraft, however you want to look at it. Which QB you got, boys? I'm all for Herbert in this debate, no question. I made that switch about the middle of the last season, to be honest with you. Yeah, same. Justin Herbert. The guy I'm rolling with in a couple leagues now, a couple drafts started up, grabbed him where I could. Uh, 5,000 yard season, easy money for Justin Herbert, especially in a high octane offense like that. So, going to be Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong, but give me Mahomes. Uh, I mean, his floor is literally the ceiling, it feels like. I know that doesn't make sense, but like, I mean, my man. Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I mean, you're get, you're getting at least forty five hundred yards a season, thirty five plus touchdowns. Last year was a, he had thirteen interceptions, which is career high. But I mean, it can't go wrong. But give me Mahomes. Uh, kind yeah. of say the same thing about Herbert, though. I mean, he's right there in the same stat range. <laughs> yeah, that floor you just described was yeah, a rookie year I with two less games. <laughs> He's got a running back that he can depend on out of his backfield and Eckler, and he's got Keenan to wheels fall off and Mike Williams to just resign. So he's loaded up. He also doesn't have Andy Reid. True. Can't argue with that. I, lo- I do love Andy Reid. His, his, his schemes are one of a kind. I mean, he, he draws up freaking shovel passes to the tight end coming out of the fullback position, and it counts as a passing touchdown. Like – Give me that. I mean, Herbert slings that thing. I mean, I, I think he has a better offense put around him as well. But, I mean, Mahomes, I mean, he's, he gets it done every year. Um, Only separated by one fantasy point scored. Uh, uh, Herbert's in a 26 a game, Mahomes 25 and a half. Like I said, I don't really care either way. I'm going to go with Mahomes. Um, I just like the fact that Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over as much as Herbert. Um. Two of his big QB seasons has under seven picks in those seasons. I do think the 13 turnovers is an outlier number for him. Um, and he is right. Andy Reid is one of the best when it comes to scheming. Uh, and I say, I don't hate you guys at all. Um, Herbert is, you know, he's probably the general consensus answer when it comes to it. Um, but like AJ said, his floor is his ceiling. Like I don't know many QBs that can automatically step in and throw 35 plus touchdown passes. Um and he's done it for four seasons straight. Uh, give me the guy who's done it for, for a little bit longer of a time period. Um, You're always the one to preach on the whole uh, buy while they're still cheaper, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's but not I, cheap. Nonetheless, I guess neither are cheap, but, I mean, I feel like you <laughs> have an easier time buying Herbert than you would Mahomes from, like, the average. Owner. I don't 
I don't think they're for sale anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have to trade one know. to get the other. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. But, I mean, we say things about Andy Reid, but Brandon Staley's fourth down king. I mean, he gives Herbert all the opportunities in the world to get the down the field and score a touchdown. I mean. Yeah, I think he's a fourth down king because Herbert allows him to get the fourth down more often, right? Do what you want. Yeah, it, it's a – I think tough. the play calling is a little bit more – Right, that's where it comes for, down to Reid. Right? Yeah. It's tough. Um, like you said, uh, Herbert is the young kid coming up. You know, he's the young gun. He's the slinger. He's, he's a great QB. Uh, Mahomes, like I said, man, he's just linked to Andy Reid. I love that pairing. Um, I don't love the offense in KC more than I love LA's offense, but hey, man, I'm going to go with my gut here. I'll stick with Mahomes. Um, Maybe but, one weapon on the Chiefs that's better off than the Chargers Travis Kelsey. Oh, other than Kelsey. That's kind of free. <laughs> yeah. I was talking like receivers, running backs. Well, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be pretty, though. Like, all these, like, they have a plethora of wide receivers that can get it done. Like, I, we talked about this. I think it's going to be a spread out offense with the Chiefs. I think Kelsey's going to get his, and then the rest of it's going to come from the spread out. I think they're going to utilize the backfield. I think they're going to have running back catches. I think you're going to see Juju catch some passes. I've been impressed with Sky Moore in camp. He looks good in his one on ones, although he's been he's been banged up in camp. You got a you got a burner in MVS. You got you got Mecole. I mean, like I think it's going to be a plethora of guys. I don't think it has to be just those set guys like you have in LA. I think anybody can get it done in this offense. Reed is the best at when it comes to scheming his his skill position guys. That's yeah, fair. I, I, I think all that's fair. Um, let's jump into it. A guy that I'm huge on going into this season. Uh, it is a contract year. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Give me the Lamar. AFC North. Give me the Lamar. Jackson all day. Give me the running game. Just just the rushing alone is going to make me value Lamar over Burrow. Yep, and I'm I'm going the same boat. I have Lamar over Burrow as well. Okay, well, um, guess I'll just play devil's advocate then. Uh, typically, I'd be on the Lamar side of this conversation, <laughs> uh, especially more recently. But uh, hey, got to pick your battles and choose. Someone's got to move for Burrow. But uh, I don't know, man. Kids came out to get great. Made a great run in the playoffs. Made his team look good. Uh, we'll see what he does this year, though. I don't think he's going to make it back that deep to the playoffs, but he's got Jamar and T and Mixon. I mean, he's got all these weapons that just bolstered up the line. So, so just to be clear, I got Lamar Jackson QB1 this year. I think he's going to be better than everybody. So that's that's my hot take going into this season. It's Lamar a- Jackson QB1. It's a great debate, though, but, like, I guess my question to you guys is how many QBs have a, a rushing floor every single, you know, every single week of 50 to 60 rushing yards? And that's what Lamar possesses. Um, and it – And he's bulked up. Yeah, dude. And the crazy like thing under, under Greg Roman last year, he averaged 31.2 passing attempts a game. Um, it's actually increased every year he's been in the league. I think they want him to throw the ball, too. Um and more passing attempts is he just, you know, it's, it's icing on the cake for him. Um, I don't even think, I think he had more pass attempts than Joe Burrow last year on average. I know he was hurt, but Zach Taylor seems to me to be extremely conservative in his play calling at times. Um, and I think that can hurt Burrow if he doesn't, you know, continue to be that elite efficiency guy that we've seen. Uh, no rushing upside, I think hurts Burrow at times. Yeah, I, I think Burrow, is more athletic than he gets credit for. 
Bur- I mean, we can't just discount Burrow here completely. Oh, no, that's what I Oh, no discount. I, Joe Burrow is a stud. Burrow no discount. A, I think Burrow is a lot more athletic than he gets credit for. I, I mean, yeah. he, he still had three rushing touchdowns, with, which is what Herbert had last year, too. Um, so, I mean, it's not great, obviously, but he had 4,600 passing yards and only 13 picks, I think, was last year. So, still uh, high-quality, high-floor option. 14 interceptions, excuse me, so. 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and 4,600 yards. Like, that is – it finishes the QB7, I think. So, uh, I, Joe Burrow, and that was his first good year. You know what I mean? Like, and now they got that offensive line cooking around him. I think Joe Burrow's probably in line to have at least a better year than he had last year. So, nothing to sneeze at with Joe Burrow, just since we all were on Lamar like that. I think yeah, Burrow no, is, no, a, is a fine – I feel like Zach Taylor is kind of part of the problem for Burrow's production because I feel like he does kind of split the passing and the running maybe a little bit too evenly given the fact that you have a generational quarterback behind center. Um, but it is Jim Mixon, so I guess you have to give him his credit too. Um, but yeah, it's all in the scheme and on the play call. Yeah. You said you think he's going to have a better year than last year? I like Burrow I, a lot. But 4,634, I mean, I think that's where he's going to hover at most of his career. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think he might have a couple outlier seasons where he hits that 40-touchdown threshold. But I think right between that 32 to 37 touchdowns and stay in the 4,000s is what what you're going to get out of Burrow every year. That's nothing to hate I just think QB1. I just like the rushing upside of Lamar. Right. That's going to be the worst offensive line he probably plays behind for the rest of his career, so – I mean, I'm, that's obviously like wish casting. You don't – you hope that's the worst offensive line he has to play behind for the rest of his career. But I think his rookie year and last year, those should be the two worst offensive lines he's ever played behind. And I think bolstering that line is going to just make it to where he can cook. Like he's one of the best decision makers in the NFL, and now he's actually going to have time to make decisions. So I think, I think it's, you know, I think the world of him. So – the only downside to Joe Burrow in the argument for dynasty quarterbacks is he's already 26 and this is only his third season. So Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Allen's 26, Mahomes is 26, like Herbert's 24 and yeah. Burrow's already 26. So that's the only argument really I see against him, but. You can blame Ohio State for that one. Yeah. You can blame them for everything. And full you can blame them for all the bad college football stuff. Yeah, full it's just so bad with quarterbacks. It's just how they are. Yeah, facts. It's damn shame. Yeah, and full disclaimer, this is no hate towards Joe Burrow. Um, we all love Joe Burrow. Uh think he's a great he's a great QB one to build around. Um I know this answer for AJ, but Dak Jalen, let's throw it out there, boys. Ooh, uh give me Jalen on that one. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is, is gonna shock a lot of people this year. Yeah, I'm going to go back to her. Just a strictly rushing upside and the thing. Just picked up brand new shiny water receiver weapon you can work with. Um, I got better. He doesn't have a running back to help him at all. So, first of all, <laughs> for the most part, he's going to be the one rushing out the backfield, to be honest. He'll probably lead the team in rushing yards this year, to be honest. Um, I just like the rushing upside. And I'll just let you guys argue. I won't get into Dak yet. I'll come back with some vengeance in a little bit. <laughs> See, I think I think Dak returns to that. I don't think it's going to be the floor of six rushing touchdowns, but I think it's going to be more than one. Um, I think if Dak gets back to that four to six range, I think this is a lot closer than a lot of people want to want to uh, admit. 
Um, Dak is one of the is one of the elite passers in the league today. Um, it's going to be close for me, but I'm going to lean Dak just because of that floor that he possesses for his for the rushing upside he showed us throughout his entire career when it comes to the scores. Um, like I said, I do think it's close, and I think Jalen. Uh, Ryan, you stated earlier in the podcast that Jalen has a chance to outscore Pat Mahomes this year, and that wouldn't be crazy. I I think Jalen does possess that. Um, I'm just going to go with the guy I feel more comfortable starting at QB weekly, and that would be Dak. No, give me Dak. No, I'll keep it short and sweet. It just uh, He's a more polished passer. Yeah, Hurts has a higher upside with the rushing, but I, I like the high-octane offense that Dallas possesses every single year. I like the weapons around him more. I love A.J. Brown, but I don't like Jalen Hurts as a passer. So how much does that bring down A.J. Brown for me? Um, he's still a top 10 dynasty wide receiver to me, but he definitely dropped in my rankings going from – I know Tannehill is not the greatest passer in the world, but – I was going to say, how much should we – right, right, right. That's what I was going to say. I think Tannehill is a better passer than Jalen Hurts. I think they knew how to utilize him – better than what we're going to see from Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown. Um, they also have Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard there. They're going to have to spread the love. Um, those aren't just – I mean, I just don't like Jalen Hurts as a passer. I'm, I just uh, – I, I don't see it, what a lot of people seen last year, where they said that um, he made improvements down the back stretch of the season, which I think is the opposite. As you saw, they went run heavy the last half of the year and allowed them to get that playoff push. When they got to the playoff, they ran up against my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Jalen Hurts looked absolutely terrible as a passer. He was Same terrible. That made Patrick Mahomes look like that. You're gonna. That say, was two years ago. God two years ago. It was a year removed from the time they did it to Jalen Hurts. So it's every and year. You different. guys were just getting all of the, you guys brought everybody back. It was the same team. Injuries. You brought all 22 players back and you got most of them back for the playoffs, but that's fine. I think Jalen Hurts is going to surprise a lot of people. He's gotten better every year of his career. He has a much better receiving core this year than he had last year. The Cowboys have done nothing but getting got worse this offseason. Their wide receiving core has depleted demonstratively since last season. Um, Dak's unwillingness to run the ball is a fantasy killer. Like, I'd give me Dak in real football all day over Jalen Hurts, but if we're talking fantasy here, Dak's unwillingness to run the ball and his lack of receiving options at this point in his career, uh, give me Jalen Hurts all day. Give me thirteen to 1,500 more passing yards and 20 more passing touchdowns from Dak over Jalen Hurts getting an extra 500 rushing yards. Give me that all, all the time. He's going way over 500 rushing yards. Yeah, I said 500 more. I think, that's, I think uh, Dak gets around. I think Dak gets around 200 rushing yards. I think Hertz is right around 700. With he'll probably get six to eight touchdowns on the ground. And but give me the difference in the passing that Dak will over top of Hertz. Yeah, yeah, I agree. To be fair, I think 10 rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hertz last year is kind of an outlier number. That's a very high number for six to eight is still an incredible number from. Yeah, I, I think six to eight is definitely reasonable. Um, I also don't think Miles Sanders has zero touchdowns in 2022. I will refer to that as well. Um, but Miles Sanders isn't considered a bust yet. I mean, definitely. He's, is running, a, he's running with the second team. 
Definitely is a bust considering, but I, I do think they're going to have running back touchdowns in 2022. Your, your running back one on your roster is not going to score zero touchdowns. Yeah. Give me Jalen Hurts averaging six yards a carry. I don't care what you guys say about rushing. We were just talking about how we all were in on Lamar, and then when it comes to Jalen Hurts, for whatever reason, it's poo-poo Jalen Hurts. So yeah, but Lamar is a, Lamar's made strides passing the ball. Lamar is a significantly better passer than Jalen Hurts. Hurts runs the ball because he can't pass. And I think Lamar has a higher rushing floor than Jalen that's I'm fair. sorry. But it's, who is, uh, who, guys who, who act like the didn't come into the league with the bad you. passing to start with. I mean, he's Thank gotten you. better every year. Why can't Jalen Hurts the same thing? <laughs> I had to see Jalen. Uh, I have to see Jalen improve from a 57% completion percentage. Lamar right now is sitting at a 65% completion percentage for a rushing QB. I'll take that all day long. I remember so when Josh Allen had a 57%. He's good. When Josh yeah, Allen had a 50% completion yeah, percentage. Everybody was claiming he was a bust. But when Jalen Hurts has it, oh, he's gotten better. Nobody was saying Josh Allen was better until he got Stephon Diggs. Well, and Jalen Hurts has nowhere near Brown, so. he has nowhere near the arm as Josh Allen though. I mean, okay. I won't disagree with that, but I'm just saying, like, you're pointing at all signs that Hurts could break out this season without he saying his job the Hurts could break out this season. He finished as the QB nine last year, and everything's saying that he's probably going to have a better season. And you're, and we're all just like, yeah, no. Nah. I'm just give me the guy who literally has regressed and has a worse offense than he had last year. I'll take him over Jalen Hurts. That's a who, crazy thing to me. Who, who, how did he regress? Thank you, Dak. Yes, please. That was his best. His, his rushing. Year. I literally – you're not listening, then, bro, because I literally said the fact that he's he regressed from three ball, years ago. Yeah from rushing oh, I also do think that lack of rushing is why I don't want anything to do with it I also do think the ankle injury his rushing went up last year the ankle injury Steve's about to say it but yeah I think he, the ankle injury did he play had more factor. rushing yards rushing. than he did the year before last it's year he played, he played five games the year before that yeah but what about his rushing like his rushing attempts like you know what I mean like last and year you I can't think count that probably down I think that's he regressed if you're not counting last year, then that was then the year. If you're not counting the year before last, last year was easily his worst rushing year of his career. He had one touchdown, 146 yards on 48 carries, and it was also like, his a better passing year. In 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He still his completion percentage was much higher in 2021 than it was in 2019. Listen, uh, you can take Dak. I'm going to take Hurts. I'm pretty sure Dak wiped the floor of Jalen Hurts on Sunday Night Football, like 50-something to 14. Yet somehow in fantasy football, Dak finished as QB8 and Hurts finished QB9. So pretty <laughs> sure eight like tired you can say nine. all of that, and Dak and Jalen still are right neck and neck. You can say what you want. Stats don't lie. All right. I just for reference, I do think you two have a bet when it comes to these two QBs on their placement finishes. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I got it. I got to jot it down. So either way, uh, but let's let's get $20 into the, bet. Twenty dollars. Let's bet. get into the second year rookies. Uh, a lot of buzz coming from both these guys in the training camp. Trey Lance, Trevor. Uh, I know where Frankie's going, but I'm starting it off here this time. Uh, give me my boy Trey. Um. The reins are handed over. He gets to work with a QB guru. I, he wide receiver one is signed back. Uh, 
the kid has a hell of an arm. Kid has a lot of football IQ when it comes down to just the film study and things like that. Rushing upside that I love. Give me Trey Lance, man. Um, I think he's in for a top 10 QB season this season, and I don't think he's going to look back. Um, I got to stick to my words. All three straight issues we've had have stuck with the rushing quarterback. I'm going to stick with the rushing quarterback on this one, too. Yeah, no, uh-huh. give me Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> this is gonna be the this is gonna be the departure from the Russian quarterbacks on me because uh I just don't see the I know I just we just got done talking about Jalen Hurts, but I just do not see the Trey Lance passing upside. He's got a cannon, but that man has been inaccurate his whole time he's been in the league. Didn't see it at North Dakota State when he played against the I don't know, South Dakota Bumpkins or wherever the hell they played against. I'm just <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't – you play at that level of college football, I don't think it can equate to the NFL. So, Carson, uh, Carson Wentz, I, I was about to say, Carson Wentz, is, it took him two years, three years to get acclimated to the league, and I think he has uh, a, was a better was, passer than – Wentz was drafted in 16, right? That was the 2017 yeah. Super Bowl year. Yeah. He's a year two, had an MVP caliber season, baby. I said two or three years to get acclimated to the league. Mm, I said, and I'm saying Trey Lance didn't even get to play his rookie years or his first year. So he's a year behind behind in that aspect. So I guess, I guess getting, like, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence with the, the supreme passing upside. And I think he's got a willingness to run the ball still, too. He still had 73 rush attempts last year, Trevor Lawrence. And like, I guess my question is before we continue this is like, you guys talk about the lower completion percentage QBs, the bigger body guys, the runner, like the, the bruising runners that can do like that. Like, what are the chances here that Trey Lance, you know, I mean, he he can be that guy. I mean, like, I see it. I see the I see the pathway to him being that guy. I mean, if you want anybody to be coaching you when it comes to the QB position, I think Kyle Shanahan's a hell of a pick. I mean, Absolutely. I think I think Absolutely. the weapons around you, like what I've seen and like what I saw down the stretch last season from Iuke, if that's your wide receiver too, like I'm ecstatic. I I mean, I know it didn't take a lot, but I watched Iuke absolutely cook Trayvon Diggs in this playoff game. Go back to it. He was wide receiver 14 from week, I want to say it was 11 to week 17. Like Iuke just balled out and he was in the doghouse early. You got Kittle. I mean, like this offense is built to succeed. I just see the pathway. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be Josh Allen, but I think he's gonna I think he can take like a role like that, like a significant step and be a star. So I, I I'm kind of with Steven on that point of view. Um, you pointed that he didn't have he didn't play much um, competition in college. He has a cannon of an arm, he's he good on the ground. Play much period in college is what I was saying. He also went undefeated one year, but anyway. Um 14 and 0. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. I don't care what level of the game you're playing at. Um, but I mean, he has a lot of similar traits to Josh Allen. Um, but give me Trevor Lawrence. He's a student of the game. I think he's a top five smartest quarterback already in the league. And it's only his second year. Last year, I'm keeping as a wash. I mean, Urban right. Meyer destroyed that team. Every single person on that roster had a whole year wasted. Uh, now he's got Doug Peterson, one of the smartest offensive head coaches in the game. They went out and paid Christian Kirk. People hate the contract. Yeah, they overpaid for Christian Kirk. He shouldn't have got seventy-eight million, but he was he was a baller last year. I mean, and he's better than anybody they had last year. Right. I mean, he's going to totally get the agree. volume. They went out and got Evan Ingram. I think 
people are kind of forgetting about him. He's a big body target. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was hitting up O'Shaughnessy last year. I think Evan Ingram's a lot more athletic than O'Shaughnessy. Um, Tim Tebow tried out for tight end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's getting his best friend back in and Travis he Etienne. got the job. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> you said what? Tim Tebow almost got a spot on the roster. <laughs> Frankie would have got a jersey. But anyway, Travis Etienne. <laughs> Travis Etienne's his best friend. I mean, he's getting him back. He is going to have a monster year, I think. Yeah, who looks I mean, really good in training camp. Oh, he looks really good. He does. Trevor Lawrence. I mean. I can't wait to watch what he does for the Jaguars. <laughs> I never thought in my life that I'd be so ecstatic to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars and those ugly-ass uniforms play on Sundays. And it's, he's just got that presence about him. He, he just – dude, he's going to be that dude. The hair, sunshine. <laughs> like, give me Trevor Lawrence all day. Yeah, I won't get too long-winded on Trevor Lawrence, but his rushing upside, I think, is getting overlooked since we're talking about Trey Lance. But he's I remember that game in the playoffs, in the NCAA playoffs. That man yeah. ran a 75-yard burner, left him. And averaged five yards a carry last year when he did decide to run the ball. And like I said, had 75 carries total. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Trevor Lawrence, with the supreme passing upside and having the ability to carry the ball when need be and – just take care of the ball when need be. Um, AJ mentioned Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl against Bill Belichick. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but Kyle Shanahan tends to choke those situations away since we want to, you know, give his genius all this love. Can't forget about Doug Peterson, who actually did win a Super Bowl against the greatest head coach in the history of the sport. So I think that's a, a huge boon to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, here's the thing I'll say about Trevor Lawrence's rushing upside this season. I don't know how it's going to be possible, considering they're still talking about James Robinson being the lead back there. At least, at least Doug Peterson is. And you can have Travis Etienne as another option. So I don't know how often they're even going to let Trevor Lawrence run this year. Uh, if anything, he might just be more of a pocket passer, hand the ball off, dump the ball off when he needs to take the pressure off himself a little bit. Uh, no sense to put yourself out there for uh, any unnecessary injuries if you don't have to. But uh, Lance, on the other hand, I just his upside just insane. Just like, no, he didn't play any competition in college. That's fair. But Carson Wentz did it. He's had a fine career. Josh um, Allen didn't. Josh Allen did Wyoming. This big, big, big Ben. Big Ben. Big Ben did yeah. not Miami. I mean, the list Per, Drew Brees went to Purdue. There's a whole list. Tony Romo. Played, those are all Division One colleges still. You're talking Division Two college in North Dakota yeah, State. Like, those yeah. aren't the same levels of competition still. But go, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. But, yeah, I just think that, like, you see the rushing. You see the arm. Given – is he the most accurate right now? No. But there's these things that Shanahan and the Cornhouse can, like, tit, tick, tack away over years and time, even, like, weeks – between games they can work on things to make them better um we saw josh allen make the leap with uh mcdermott and uh, i think shanahan's probably just about on the same level of coaching if not better than him uh so give me give, give me a through i mean i know you mentioned him choking in playoffs but here's the thing about fantasy playoffs don't fucking matter in playoffs in uh in fantasy excuse me week 17 and it's over you know you don't have to worry about anything past that that's fair. I was just talking on the coaching acumen. Part of it. I know Frankie is more bullish on uh, 
Trey than the other other three in this podcast. But I don't I don't think this is another thing too. I don't think they both. I think they both have paths to be stars in the league. I don't. Right. They're paired together for the rest of their careers. I think when you're looking down ten years from now, I think you can see multiple Pro Bowls, all Pro seasons for both QBs. I I don't think that's you know out of the realm. I I think they're gonna have you know great careers. And you know, Frankie, you got your guy. You know, AJ, you got yours. We got ours. I mean, like I don't. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it, you know, I mean, they're both going to be superstars. You can see, like I said, Trevor's the best QB I've ever seen come out of college. It's Andrew Luck. Like, that's a hell of a compliment. I mean, and Trey has the upside of these guys that we're talking about in the league to where the game is going today. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I think they're going to both be great QBs in the league. Uh, I just that's fair. I just think flowers. the floors. Oh, go ahead, my bad. No, uh, I just want to give my flowers to T-Low real quick. I have no disrespect against him, and I think yeah. he's going to be a great quarterback in the league. Um, honestly, it's a lot closer than Steven may make it seem for me between the two of them, but, uh, I still take, I still take Lance over, uh, T-Law and, uh, just real quick, I will never, ever forget the touchdown throw to Hunter Renfro to be Alabama ever in my life. I hate Alabama so much. That was 10 out of 10 moment. Never forget it. Got to give Hunter. Well, my only thing with my, my only thing with uh, Trey Lance is I agree with the fact that his ceiling is incredibly high. I just think his floor is is in basement level low. So I'm I I don't know. I'm out on Lance. I don't think he's going to be bad. I just would I would rather let somebody else take that chance. Is all. Um, the last QBs I want to discuss. Uh, they're in the same tier, going as like mid, you know, low end QB ones, mid QB twos. Uh, I think they're. Pretty similar when it comes to production. Uh, let's let's talk Kirk Cousins. Let's talk Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr, shiny new toy, um, gets his old college teammate back, uh, gets to play in the brutal AFC West. Kirk Cousins, you know, you, you lose your old head coaching scheme. Talking about more passing production. Uh, let's go with it. Uh, I'll ask somebody else start. I started on the Trey Lance debate. Oh, I'd love to kick this off. Uh, Kirk Cousins is not even fucking close for me. <laughs> I think that Derek Carr has been an average quarterback his whole career. Um, Adams does add a lot of upside to it. it it's definitely going to help him, right? But we've seen him with an elite receiver in Amari Cooper in the past. He was still average then. I don't even know off the top of my head if Derek Carr's even cracked top 15 fantasy quarterback ever in his career. Mm-hmm. Last year. Last year, okay. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is still top five in the league in passing yards. And his oh, twenty God. and his twenty sixteen MVP season, well caliber MVP season, okay. yes. So he's done it, but nonetheless, Kirk Cousins has been top fifteen <laughs> without bearing injury every season, including in Washington. So uh, I like the consistency. You mentioned the shiny new toy with Devontae Adams. Kirk Cousins still has Justin Jefferson, who is still ascending, still getting better. Um I just think I'd rather take the consistency than rather take the risk of saying, oh, hey, Derek Carr got a new receiver, Devontae Adams, probably the best skilled receiver in the league to Adams' credit. But I don't think that it closes the gap between the two enough for me to be like, oh, okay, let me go out and take Derek Carr over Kirk Cousins by any means. Yeah, I'm with yeah. him. I'm a Cousins fan. Um, I, I, I don't mind Derek Carr, though. That's a QB two, um, at all. I think he's solid. I just like Cousins. He doesn't turn the ball over that much. 
Um, he's got playmakers all around him in the backfield, outside, in the slot. Herb Smith's coming back this year. Um, I just I just like what Minnesota does. I always find myself kind of rooting for him. Um, he gets a bad rap because he, he doesn't win on prime time, but I don't care if he wins real games. I'm worried about fantasy points. Yeah. My, my man's putting up points. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's a solid mid-tier quarterback. I mean, you know what you're getting. He's not going to do any worse. He's not going to do any better. I mean, that's why that's what Steven said at the beginning. He's a, a low end QB one to a high QB two. And, and that's and that's what I'm drafting him at. I'm not reaching for him, but he's not gonna fall either. Yeah, I think uh I was looking real hard trying to find a way to, to make this an interesting debate for Derek Carr, but Kirk Cousins is the right answer here. Derek Carr's <laughs> only ever thrown over 30 touchdown passes in the season once in his whole career. Kirk Cousins done it twice in the last two years. So <laughs> and three out of the last four. So um, yeah, give me Kirk Cousins. I still like the the receiving options that Cousins has more than I like Carr. Obviously Devontae Adams v Justin Jefferson is a great argument for to have in debate for fantasy football and for real football, but uh, give me Kirk Cousins with Thielen there. Um, I, I'm I like Hunter Renfro, but I still would rather have Thielen just this year for for say. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins is the right answer here. Yeah, I'm on the Cousins train too. Um, consistency is key when it comes to fantasy football. Um, Goddamn. Yeah, it, it dude. It, I looked, man. I, it's that one was that one was a little bit of a landslide. I tried to find a compelling argument for Derek Carr other than just he got Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. That's it. That's um, the argument. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, with Cousins, it's just you know what you're going to get. Uh, consistency right. every single week. Uh, the numbers are going to be the same because, you know, I mean, it. it's not going to change. Uh, dude's going to throw 30 touchdown passes, 45 to 4,700 yards every single season. Um, they're talking about increased passing volume for this new team. Um, I have Justin Jefferson as my wide receiver one going into the season when it comes to it. Um, Thielen's healthy. Irv Smith broke his thumb, but God damn it, I hope he plays week one. Dalvin <laughs> Cook in the backfield. Um, I do think Oakland probably possesses the overall better offense when it comes to Las the Vegas. skill position players. Las Vegas, excuse me. <laughs> when it comes to the overall skill position players, but I want the consistency at QB. Um, like AJ said, primetime prime time games don't matter to me if you win or lose. If you're putting up 25 to 30 fantasy points every single week, I could care less. Give me Kirk, um, and I don't think it's really close. Give me those losses. That means he's got to throw the ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, love, I love a team that loses 31 to 38. Yeah, Kirk give me Cousins. the – Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan? Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Kirk Cousins or Jameis? Cousins. 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 Although I am very impressed with what Jameis did last year during the stretch, and I think I think that could be a, a pretty interesting debate when it comes down to it. Kirk Cousins over Kirk over Derek Carr. What about this year, Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers. Rodgers. I can't bet against. I'm looking at Delhi. <laughs> I'll still take Rodgers just because he's probably one of the best arm talents. This it's week. hard to bet against Rodgers, yeah. bro. Yeah, especially when you come out looking like Nicolas Cage, you're like, "Fuck, this guy's gonna win another MVP." Yeah, <laughs> I had the opposite. I had the opposite take. 
<laughs> Alan yeah. Lazard, baby, wide receiver one season coming. I think he's going to be just like Marquez Callaway was last year. All this hype. It's not going to be him. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's just for fun. You know what I mean? Let's let's throw out the old timers. You don't got to explain yourself. Quick picks. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Who you got going into the year? Into the year, Tom Brady. This season, uh, I'm an avid Tom Brady hater, but he's just got better weapons this year. So, yeah. I got to get Tom. I kinda, I'm kind of mad you put just, up a situation where you made me pick Tom Brady. Rodgers is going to end up getting his touching touchdowns from as far as receivers go. Like, I feel like a lot of touchdowns are going to come from A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, to be honest Aaron with Jones, you. Aaron Jones, baby. Aaron Jones season uh, in the works. Let's go. I think A.J. Dillon will have a big year. It's hard. Aaron, Aaron Jones is going to lead that team in receiving. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to. I'm looking for 80 catches. Aaron Jones, 80, 80 catches, easy, easy. Dude, I really think I see it. That's possible. Same. I mean, uh, hey, I think it's I think likely. Dylan and I don't even I, think it's possible. I think it's likely. I see 120 <laughs> targets for Aaron Jones. Easy. Who else is they throwing the ball to? I see both of them being on the field majority of the time. Sure. Aaron sure. Jones, the best receiver on that team. Sure. I have no arguments against it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just like him. it's just like he Give was. I know he was hurt last year, so like he was spelled a lot towards the mid to end of the year. So as long as he's healthy, that's all that matters. That's the biggest key when it comes to Jones is health. I remember when I drafted Aaron Jones the first year of our dynasty startup, and I got that sticker next to my name when AJ put that shit on the, on the Buffalo Wild Wings board. <laughs> Bus, reach something, and he's had four running back one seasons. I would say that year he finishes like the RB5, I think. Yeah. So, um, five years ago. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good debate. Um, next, I think we're going to chalk up running backs. We'll go to running backs, do some this or that. Next podcast, we get together. Uh, other than that, you know, anything you want to say to the people before we sign off, Deli? Uh, I did my shoot them again this time, baby. I got nothing yeah. to say, Frank. You got, AJ, nothing you got to say. Bad uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate all the support y'all been given. Yeah. Make sure you do what Deli said, like and subscribe, and uh, hug your family, hug your loved ones. That's all I got for you. Absolutely. Appreciate the, the love. Uh, I'd like to see some feedback come in. Put some comments on there. Which quarterbacks you would prefer out of this debate? Um, I mean, feedback is great. All I got to say is appreciate you. Yeah, this Laying podcast. Back, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Yeah, this podcast didn't go too long. Um, Ryan and I do have some interesting news we want to share just before we, you know, just sign off. Um, started on Podbean as well. Um, we are applying to go to Spotify. So we are looking to go to different platforms outside of YouTube. Uh, so it comes to the support when it comes to Spotify. Um, they have to accept and review our podcast. Um, so if you guys would continue support, follow us to Podbean um, and probably make it a whole lot easier when it comes to Spotify. Uh, so the continued support is a huge thing. Um, so if you guys, you know, I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate you guys. And other than that, we're out.